Life is boring without a challenge. There's a reason why you stopped playing Go Fish or the game of war when you were a kid. It's that at a certain point, you needed a bigger challenge. You needed to go to hearts. You needed to go to rummy. You need to do something beyond just flipping over a card and hoping it's the biggest card because that gets boring. Welcome to the podcast, Tapping Creativity with myself, Matthew C. Temple. And each week, we're going to dive into questions and issues and inspiration around creativity and the creative process. I have a question that I want to ask you. Why do you want to show up and be creative? Why do you want to create things? Why do you want to do this to yourself? This is a really serious question. It might sound a little bit like, well, of course I want to do this, but I want it to get really clear because it's not an easy thing to do. To put yourself out there creatively is a challenge. This can be in different things. One, if you're going to really step into the work and really make it something the rest of us want to hear or see or read or whatever it is, you're going to have to be vulnerable. You're going to have to share who you really are and you're going to have to put it out there in order for probably a lot of people to crap on it, quite honestly. When you put yourself out there, two things happen. Well, a lot of things happen, but let's focus on these two. One is that you really inspire other people because you have shown up to be honest with who you are and where you're at and what's going on inside of you. Even if you're a fiction writer or you're making fictitious movies or not uh, fiction movies, I should say, um, whatever you, it is that you're, that you're, that you're making, you're taking something that's inside of you that is true to you. And I'm not saying true as in it's a true story, but it's true because it lives honestly with inside of you and it's something you're bringing out. And so when you put it out there, and you do that in a way that's really exposing, that's really raw, you inspire people because you're like, oh, everyone around you will be thinking, I can, I see that vulnerability, I see that honesty, and I want that too. I want to be able to show up in that way. And also, it speaks to me because it's honest and it's real. And that's so inspiring. But it will also sort of turn on that opposite for in two ways. One, when you're really vulnerable and honest, there are, as Marshall Rosenberg would say, people with jackal ears who are going to hear, you know, sort of get their own self triggered, their own vulnerabilities that they've been working so hard to hide for so long. And now you're putting it out there and that's scary to them. And so they're going to shit on your work. They're going to dislike you. And we know this. You can find there is no uh, artist who has any amount of fame or acclaim that has uh, avoided the scrutiny or the vitriol or the hatred of somebody. You know, like uh, Jimmy Kimmel's mean tweets is, is perfect. You get to see artists who will read things that people are saying is like, I just hate you, or your face looks like, you know, the boil on the butt of humanity or whatever it happens to be. It's that when you show up as an artist or a creative, you're going to, you're going and you're, and you're honest in that when you're doing your best work, somebody else who has a little bit of envy or maybe not even envy, just their own insecurity, it will trigger that. And also your shortcomings 
will be on display. And none of us like to put our shortcomings on display. In fact, we work really hard to hide our shortcomings. So we make things up. If we're running late, it's, oh, you know, I was stuck in traffic. Uh, No, you weren't. You (laughs) left 10 minutes late. So you're going to arrive 10 minutes late or you left 10 minutes late and there was traffic. But we're not going to say, I left late. I was prioritizing somebody else over you. We're going to kind of tell the story in order to look as good as we possibly can. Well, when you're showing up as a creative, as an artist, and you're putting yourself out there, you are not, you're going to also put out stuff that's just not great. Uh, You're going to be afraid at some point to be totally revealing. And so you're going to hold some of that, you may hold some of that back. And when you do, people really latch onto that or they ignore it. You know, I get approached by people who have written, uh, you know, a ton of stuff or they've, you know, they've made movies or made short films and they're just not getting any traction. And there's a frustration, like, why not? And one of the kind of questions is, are you really being vulnerable and honest or are you holding something back or are you being too quick? Right. I've got a a client who I've been working with who, uh, like super type A gets things done. That's not his issue. A lot of people call and say, I don't know how to get things done. And this person is like, I know how to get things done, but I get really impatient. And so what happens is he will write something and he's like, well, I've written that it's done. Like everybody should love it. And it's a, well, no, it needs work. And that then confronting where are my shortcomings can be really difficult. Anyway, so kind of going back is that when you're putting yourself out there as an artist, when you're fully vulnerable and honest, you're going to get pushback when you are a little bit kind of like not sure, do I want to be totally vulnerable or or honest? People can sniff that out and they'll attack that. And then the fact that you may, depending on where you are in in your career, you might not be great yet at your work. And if you are great at your work, you still have growth to do because we all do. And so there's this stuff that comes from the outside. And so therefore, this question is totally honest. Why do you want to do this? Why are you wanting to struggle through this work? The other thing too is in the evenings, say you have a a full-time job or you've got a nine to five or you work evenings, whatever it is. And then you have some free time. And you're going to take your free time when you could really be relaxing and just just being or watching a movie or reading a book or going on a walk or working out or spending time with family or someone you like or whatever. Why do you want to take that time and put it into something that is definitely going to be a challenge? So I want you to really think about this clearly. Like, why are you doing this? What are you showing up? Like, why do you want to do this? Now that you've thought about it, I'm going to tell you the, the, the conclusions that I often come to with people that I'm working with. And that is there's some, a story inside of me that like I need to share that my life won't be complete. If it is stuck inside of me, if I don't share it, I think another piece of that is also actually processing and going through that challenge. Like we actually want to be challenged. Life is boring without a challenge. There's a reason why you stopped playing Go Fish or the game of war 
when you were a kid. It's that at a certain point, you needed a bigger challenge. You needed to go to Hearts. You needed to go to Rummy. You needed to go to Bridge. You needed to move somewhere. You needed to go to Chess. You need to do something beyond just flipping over a card and hoping it's the biggest card because that gets boring. And so like really being like, in order to feel myself as a human being, I also need to feel that challenge. For some people, it is, I've experienced something and I've learned something. And I feel like now I have an obligation to share that with the world rather than just keeping it inside of me. The, that feeling of a need to show up and, and do that can carry with it a deep weight and the, you know, to begin to really understand why we're doing that also can bring a little bit of levity into the work, right? Um, I'm going to tell you about somebody else who I, who I uh, recently worked with who for 10 years or more carried this like, weight on her shoulders of, I'm no good at follow through. I am terrible at commitment. Um, I say I'm going to do something and I don't do it. And we started working together. And one of the things that became super clear was that she was setting, uh, she was she made the need to make her create her creation so big that there was the pressure was just too much. It was too serious of an issue. That was the first thing. And then the second thing is was her timeline. Like how much time should I be doing? So you know when you get that well of inspiration inside of you and you're like, oh, I'm gonna sit down, I'm gonna do it. And you work every day for five days, you work every day for a month or whatever it happens to be. And then you hit a wall and you're like, I can't do this anymore. And you can't do it anymore because you need to breathe in. You need an in-breath so that you can breathe out again. And then you also may find that that you need to give yourself more time. In this case, with this client who I was working with, and when we first started working, she's like, I'm gonna work five days a week on my project. And I'm like, no, you're not. No, you're not. This person is a single mother. She has a job uh, to, make, to pay the bills. She has a boyfriend, and she has a project she's working on with someone else, and then she has her own passion project that she's been wanting to do for years. And I'm like, why do you wanna do this? It's so hard. Well. She had this, she had a whole list of reasons from, I feel like these stories are really important to others. It's also when I'm drawing and when I'm writing in this way, she's an, an illustrator and a, and a writer, was I, I feel so good. But then what does she put on top of that feeling of feeling so good? Shoulds. I should do this. And then when I don't do this, I feel guilt. And then I shame myself for it as opposed to being able to show up and bring that joy into it. So I want you to think about why. Why do you want to do this? This is a challenge. You're going to write something. You're going to film something. You're going to record something. You're going to draw or paint or perform or whatever it is that you're going to do. Why do you want to do this? Let's get really clear on why. Why are you going to suffer in this way to be ridiculed or judged by others, to be sitting up nights thinking, I really want to do this. I really want to be writing, but I'm whatever my blockages are. Why do you want to do this? Now, I think that your reason is probably really, really good. It's so good, in fact, that it's worth doing it. It's worth doing what you want to do. And when you know that, then you can kind of step back 
and create something that you're not setting yourself up for failure, not putting all the shoulds or this pressure on it so that you can actually do it while fully living your own life, while living a happy life, while allowing it to be, dif- to be difficult or challenging or even tormented at times and knowing that that's perfectly okay because it's part of that process and you're engaging with that process because you really know why. Let me know if you have any thoughts, any questions. Remember, subscribe to the podcast if you're watching this on YouTube or TikTok or wherever you're watching it. Uh, Go ahead and like and subscribe. Uh, That way we can stay in touch and you don't miss any episodes. In the meantime, I wish you an amazing and powerful creative week. I'll see you next time.